Hello, friends, and welcome again to another episode of the Pilot Podcast. I am Jared Cornut, joined in studio by yeah. Matt Hensley today. Alan is not in studio. He is back in North Carolina with the uh, robe of Christ and the cross of Christ behind his head, <laughs> it looks like. Matt uh, preached today at the DBA, Dallas Baptist Association Pastors Conference, and enjoyed some lunch with some Southwestern guys and Ryan Jesperson, the DBA uh, executive director. So, Matt, how are you doing? I am doing well. I ate at El Phoenix with yeah, you, which true. was marginally fun. The other guys were a little more fun to be around. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Matt Queen came all the way from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary to eat. Uh, he wouldn't come and hear me preach, but he would come to eat. And uh, so Ed Stuckey uh, was there, and uh, Ryan Jesperson, as you mentioned, Jared Cornett, Eight with us and uh, Dr. Scar, yep. uh, my childhood uh, pastor and longtime mentor uh, who was there. And Ed Stuckey was going to pay. And then out of nowhere, Dr. Scar threw down the gauntlet and paid for all of our meals yep. and uh, just as a uh, way to bless each of us. And so that was a fun little time of fellowship and laughter and some very interesting stories from Ed <laughs> that we cannot that repeat, we cannot repeat we cannot. on the show. So. I was a little frustrated because the DBA was originally paying for the lunch and they chose El Phoenix. I said, well, why don't we at Plymouth Park give a little bit extra to the DBA this month and we go to Fogo to Chow, yeah. which is an all-you-can-eat Brazilian steakhouse. Didn't happen. Great lunch. Alan, how are things back in North Carolina? Well, uh, I think you had more people at your lunch than I've seen today uh, here where I'm at in North Carolina, but uh, it's hot. Uh, we just had the remnants of a tropical storm and depression pass through last night, so it's hot and humid. Um, still kind of tired from the convention and then having church yesterday, but uh, but doing well. Glad to get back into the regular routine of life after being on pilgrimage to Baptist Jerusalem for the past week. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever been this tired in my life. Like, this is like a mix of VBS, youth camp, and like revival all in one tired. Because obviously there, and, and we're going to talk a little bit on this episode yeah. about the pastor's conference vote. And then, of course, what happened after that, the annual meeting that we will uh, record for next week. Uh, but the fact that you're getting up at, you know, four o'clock in the morning and really rolling yeah. straight until about 11 o'clock or midnight and then doing it all over again the next day, uh, it wears on you a little bit. And then for us, like we decided we were going to stay in Nashville for a couple more days uh, just to hang out, have a good time and uh, sleep in was really the goal. Yeah. And then the next day, somebody wanted to take us to breakfast. <laughs> And then the next day, somebody wanted to take us to breakfast. And so none of those really uh, allowed us to sleep in. Now, I can attest, I was in Nashville, but I did not see 4 a.m. while I was yeah. in Nashville. I did not wake up that early one single time. Well, we also, well, one, I have to run. I've yep. got to go yep. and get my run in. Eat I've your waffle. Get my waffle in. But then we were we were not staying anywhere near the annual meeting site. That's we were, true. We were still automatically going to be about a 15 to 30 minute drive without traffic. And there was like this sweet spot of a window at like 640 that we had to get in the car and get on the road to be able to get there on time gotcha. and to get our spot in front of microphone number three. What you saw, Matt, at throughout the convention, I stayed at the Omni directly across the street from the hotel so I could wake up at 735 and roll straight out of bed to the yeah. convention you, center. You looked like it then, yeah. too. And you look like even worse now. I am. I got accused today of going to a Baptist Association meeting like I'm going to the beach. Yep. But I said, when you're the senior pastor, you set the dress code. Alan, I think you got something you want to jump in here on? 
Yeah, I just want to say it was VBS and the meeting rolled into one. I went from a week-long VBS to leaving for the convention. And so it really was that for me. It's VBS uh, here I, this I, week. Yeah, I did I did not see 4 a.m., but I did see 3 a.m. Uh, because we had 5.30 flight. And oh, uh, I did not see that. And, and, and Nashville is, is, is rolling at 3 in the morning. It's kind of strange. Uh, well, most of those people are kind of calling the uh, end of the night. They're going home from Tootsie's and uh, they're headed back to the hotel. <laughs> um, well, here, we're, uh, we spent a lot of time together with each other last week. I know we had a blast. Now we're going to kind of go reflect on a couple episodes about the annual meeting. We'll start first with the Pastors Conference because that's obviously very personal for one person on this podcast. The Pastors Conference this year was a SIN conference put together by the North American Mission Board and the International Mission Board. And I'll just start by asking, how did you guys think that went? It's different than any other Pastors Conference we've had, different format. How did you feel about it overall? So I'll chime in. Um, you know, obviously, I, I love the IMB. I love the NAM. I love the fact that they can work together and pull something mm. like that off. Uh, on a interesting year, right? Yeah. You know, so last year uh, we we had David Youth in Orlando, where you know the the planning and all that kind of stuff came out, and then there was a you know a, a pretty significant kind of backlash mm. uh, and right, wrong, and different. You know that that was just that was what we were dealing with at that point, and then it suddenly disappeared because COVID came in and everything disappeared, in, <laughs> including our normal way of life. Yes, but. Then coming this year, of course, you know, instead of kind of doing that again, I don't quite know exactly what went into the decision or whatnot, but I thought it was a phenomenal idea that after that, as we're coming together before a major meeting to just have a chance to, to hear from NAM, hear from IMB, uh, to have some great music, obviously with their budget and so forth, there's mm. going to be the ability to pull in like Michael W. Smith and Matthew West and some of those kind of guys in, in, in addition, but uh, the preaching was good. The music was incredible. And, uh, and I really enjoyed um, the conversations that were had like in the hallways and so forth. So I was really pleased yeah. by the whole thing. I thought David Youth did a incredible job uh, in, in kind of getting that idea yeah. out there and, and helping spearhead it and fund it and so forth. And so I was really pleased by the whole thing. I think we could say that Tony Evans absolutely brought the word yeah. too, right? Alan, what did you think? Yeah, Dr. Evans preaching. Uh, one, I was excited. I, I love listening to Dr. Evans. Anytime I hear him on the radio, uh, I tune in and listen. Um, and of course, Dr. Jeremiah, another radio preacher. Uh, obviously, they do more than radio preaching. And so I know that was a highlight for a lot of people. Uh, Dr. Evans, you know, he, he brought the fire. Uh, Michael W. Smith uh, did a great job with music. Uh, David Crowder realized uh, I think two songs into his set that he needed to, to turn it down and apologize <laughs> based on his crowd. I don't know that he had, to I left. That. So uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear the apology. Uh, yeah. He said he apologized at one point uh, that they started a little intense. I don't know if that was his word, uh, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a lot of production. Um, I'm kind of a simple person myself. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the actual convention. You know, one of my highlights was, I like so many people was nine marks at nine with everybody just singing acapella, you know, a thousand, twelve hundred people in a room. Uh, and I totally would have been fine with that as well. Uh, and at the same time, I, I enjoyed being led in worship by Michael W. Smith. Um, I didn't feel like Michael W. Smith was a concert. I felt like he was leading us in worship. Mm. Uh, and so I, I enjoyed it tremendously. You know, my only complaints with Michael W. Smith was he didn't sing Friends Are Friends Forever nor My Place in This World. And that was very disappointing. But he did do. This is how I find my, my best. Yes. 
This is how I- the epitome of a 7 Eleven song. <laughs> oh, now, most okay. contemporary songs are not 7 Eleven songs, but like yeah. that is a 7 Eleven <laughs> song. Uh, with, with, yeah, without doubt. I thought that I thought it was great. What 9,000 people yeah. for the Sim Conference? So, very well represented. Uh, in there, uh, young and old were in there. Great preaching. Um, Kevin Azale was the most awkward guy uh, <laughs> off the cuff in a room. That uh, was like, how do you do this? We we all enjoyed we that. all enjoyed the Nam fast yeah. uh, because lunch got ruined for some reason, and I think uh, one of the trucks refrigerators went out, and we uh, ended up having uh, hot dogs. But Nam came strong with the swag as they always do, uh, which is very nice. But I, I thought overall it was really, really, really good uh, and fantastic. And of course, we had a vote that happened. Well, a yeah. couple of votes that happened, um, and there was a pastors conference vote, which was kind of interesting because they said. Only if you're a senior pastor, yeah. you could vote, which was interesting since the guy that nominated Matt Hensley couldn't vote for him. Yeah. And and even one of my nominees, uh, Charles Boswell, that we've got to right. be the treasurer, he technically couldn't even. Is he not a senior uh, pastor? He's not a, well, he's an interim. So uh, how does that work? I don't know. Are they considered uh, a senior pastor? I don't, I don't think so. Well, he was a senior adult <laughs> pastor. No, he's a great dude, but, but yeah, so that was interesting, you know, and, and I think, uh, it, it could have been one of those matters of what, what do we do and what can we pull off, yeah. uh, in terms of if you've got 9,000 people in here, uh, maybe it's going to be a little more difficult to count. And so I don't know the thinking that went behind yeah. it. Well, Not a ballot vote. We stood up and raised yeah, our hands. We just stood up yeah. and raised, raised our hands. And, and kind of the joke was that Matt Carter was going to vote for me and I was going to vote for Matt because it was so stressful. Uh, but, uh, but it was great. Um, after the fact, of course, that's when, uh, you know, you start getting the text and, and uh, you know, people offering to help in various ways in a good way yeah. and people to help in the sense of, hey, I would just like to preach and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, but my favorite part of all of it was just a genuine uh, man-sized hug uh, with my, Matt Carter at the conclusion. That's we awesome. just went and visited with one another and got to talk. And we had been talking leading up to this. Uh, really are fans of one another and uh, and just grateful for the work yeah. he's doing at his church. He has a ton on his plate and is super willing to help us with anything that we uh, we need and whatnot. And uh, so we had a good good moment there at the end. And um, and so I'm really pumped. Now, as far as a nomination speech, man, it was good. The MVP, like, so let's talk meaningful. Obviously, the right. MVP, this isn't the MVP of the entire SBC annual meeting when you term when it's in terms of like meaningfulness, you know, with Grant wow. Gaines and some of that kind of stuff. But the MVP when it comes to a microphone moment has to go to Josh, the wrestling pastor <laughs> Revis. I have never heard a nominating speech quite like that he did a really good job i'm just there going like i know matt hensley is he is he talking about the same yeah, guy that, that i know could be the same guy alan what did you think about revis's nomination speech of matt um i think if he had held that speech uh until tuesday and had made it you could be president of the convention right now yeah. <laughs> so, i would not wish that upon you I, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy but i think you're right and we had talked about that like you use that speech any other time during that weekend and it would have gotten whatever we needed and uh, because he he did a really good job. And what was neat about it is normally in a speech, you have, you know, here's Jared Coronat. He's mm. the pastor of Plymouth Park. 
you know, da 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 da, and he gives this, he does this, and and you know, a few things about him, a few quotes. This was one that really had less to do with me and more to do with the people out in the seats. And so here is Matt as a representative of everybody that's out here yeah. in the seats and those that are getting up early and trying to turn on the air and the heater or the coffee, whatever it is, and he wants something for you. And so it really turned all of that stuff onto the person in the seat. And then all of the, what you might call maybe drawbacks to a Matt Hensley situation. Like he's in Mayhill, right. New Mexico, two and a half hours from an airport, small church, you know, funding X, Y, and Z, and turned all of those negative things into a positive yep. in terms of this is what he's already doing and, and so forth. And so I don't say that because that was me as much as the way he turned those things into a positive is probably what sold a number of people. I know right. a number of people were supportive already. Uh, obviously, you're going to have people voting for how, however they want. But there are still people that didn't know a single soul on that stage. Yeah, maybe except for Carter and who heard that and said, uh, yeah, I can. I can get behind that. Carter's certainly a very influential name, a very well-known pastor. Uh, you know, Alan, from where we were, si we were sitting, you do have a height advantage on me, so <laughs> you did see more of the room. Uh, but it looked, I mean, like a pretty large majority ended up voting for Hensley, which uh, I don't know if we would have guessed that or not guessed that. Uh, I thought we thought Matt Carter would have got a lot of votes as well. Uh, but really, Matt got, I would say, the, you know, vast majority of the room. What, what was it from your perspective, Alan? Uh, one thing that was abundantly clear when it came time for the vote is that people that were in support of uh, the New Mexican uh, Matt Hensley is that they were very vocal. Yeah, uh, it was every <laughs> what uh, if if you did not have eyesight and you only had ears, you would have won on the decibel meter alone. Uh, people were very vocal in their support of of their vote, especially when the announcements were made. Uh, of who the names were going to be and of course when when the victory was was claimed all that being said i'm still in favor of ballots especially when you have that many people in a room well, matt can change you, that next year if he wants to and and you have that many nominees uh, you know I've, I've stood on the stage at the baptist state convention of north carolina and it's not as big as the southern baptist convention but you can't see anything up there uh, you've got those lights in your eyes uh, and you're you're looking out onto a dark room it's hard to see um, I, I still think ballots would be helpful. Alan, what are you talking um, about? You can obviously choose to ignore certain people at certain mics uh, from the stage if you want to. So careful. I'm not just saying I, that. That's that's <laughs> the next. That's the next podcast. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's right. But you know, for for me, and it's ultimately not to me, but as as vice president of our pastors' conference in North Carolina this year, we have to have two elections uh, because our elections are done two years out, and because we weren't able to have one last year, uh, we're going to have an election for 2022 and 2023. And so uh, it, it's just hard to make that call. And I know I'll be involved in that process, uh, but th there are times I've been in the room. Uh, I've been on the receiving end of that when I was uh, a nominee for vice president of our pastor's conference. You know, you're looking around and you're looking from the floor. You don't have the same perspective. Uh, and unless it's just abundantly clear, uh, it's, it's hard to make that call. So, Matt, yeah. I encourage you to get ballots. Well, and as far as where we go from here, you know, everybody that raised their hand was also solemnly swearing to be there in Anaheim, I hope, uh, because when we get to Anaheim, we will have eight to 12 guys that are going to preach. They're going to represent uh, the, as Josh said, the who's who and the who's that uh, all across the board. And, you know, it's one of those things that with with mine that I hope was going to be a, a kind of have a wide appeal 
was the fact that if you do it on all of the guys that are like me and below, uh, or, you know, kind of our size churches, people say they want that. But sometimes when it comes to actually showing up, it's not always shown up by the seats. And so this is one where we can really show across the SBC, small church all the way to big church, really are faithful and loving uh, the Lord and reaching people for Jesus. And we're going to bring all of them uh, together. We have some great nominees that have come in, people that I did not know, uh, that as soon as I mentioned their name to somebody, they're like, oh, dude, I, I know that guy. He He's absolutely amazing. And, uh, and so I've been listening to some of these sermons and so forth because, you know, Cam knows a number of people. Sam, our treasurer, knows a number of people. I know a ton of folks. Uh, but at the end of the day, we want who God wants to be mm. on that stage and uh, and so for that platform. And so we're going to have people that probably, you know, three to five uh, that we all would know. Mm. And then probably a few more that that you may know, maybe if you're involved in uh, certain uh, areas of the convention or, you know, SBC Live, or maybe if you're just really involved and know a lot of people, and then some that nobody would know from Adam. And, uh, and so everything across the board, some that have uh, recently uh, called it quits in terms of retirement and moving on to a different stage of life, some that are just starting out, everything literally in between, big church, small church, established church, church plant, everything. And, uh, and so it's going to be great. Have some great ideas for uh, music. In fact, we are going to invite... That's a great idea. Yeah, it's a good. Idea. I love that. I think it's great. And so we've got them, and uh, and so a lot of great stuff is going to happen. A way to give back. So here's the coolest thing. So you are Jared and and Alan. Y'all preach a sermon, and your people go home, and they remember a lot of it. By Monday, a little bit has mm. faded. By Tuesday, most of it has all but faded yeah. completely. They might remember the text or the main idea. And we're asking pastors to come all the way to Anaheim uh, in the middle of stress, in the middle of everything else. And they're going to hear these 10, 12 sermons or whatever. And there's no way on earth they're going to be able to remember each and every yeah. thing that they hear. And so we're doing some things uh, between some publishers and, and a few other ideas to give what we do in Anaheim some legs, right? Where they can take it back and put it into practice in various ways. And so more of that is going to come out as we actually get it uh, honed together and, and fine-tuned. But then the main thing that we want you to consider and just come prepared for is we're going to raise some money. Uh, you know, these not, not raise money to offset the cost. Hopefully we will be able to raise everything we need to, even in the next couple of weeks where we're not going to have to worry about that. But uh, we are going to use our offering time there at the SBC Pastors Conference to raise funds for Guidestones Mission Dignity. Mm. And the whole reason for that is many of us will be in that room because of somebody that is probably on Mission yeah. Dignity. And, uh, and so a number of us, maybe, you know, Jared, I know you work hard on, you know, retirements and investments yeah. and some of that kind of stuff. For me, it's like... Uh, 50 bucks a month. <laughs> so, you know, I will have to pastor until I'm 150 years old Lord to be able us. to retirement and Lord help Mayhill Baptist church at that <laughs> point. But there's a number of folks that maybe they get to the point of either running out of steam or health gets in the way and they can't pastor anymore. And maybe that hasn't been prepared very well and they need some help yeah. or they pass away and uh, they have a wife left behind uh, that needs a little help. And so this is a way to give back to really those that came before us. And it's not the first time we've done it, uh, but we have some ideas to really make that a very meaningful time of worship uh, when we're there because giving is 
part of worship too. Yeah. I think mission dating, that's a worthy thing to do. And I look forward to in particular scrutinizing every decision you make oh, yeah. and writing blogs about it and starting anonymous Twitter accounts. Just oh, yeah. give you hard. It's already happened. So we did get one nomination that I'll share on the, uh, on the pod. We got one of Carl Marks. Somebody <laughs> nominated Carl Marks to preach. And, uh, and of course they're, they filled out the whole thing because okay. you have to, let's hear it. everything is, is, you know, required. And so, uh, they, they serve, you know, normally it would be a church. They serve SBC leadership. Oh yeah. Uh, now there mm-hmm. is a spot where do they generously give to the cooperative program? They do, which okay. is, which is good. Good, Carl. However, Carl Marx does not, this might surprise you, <laughs> does not affirm the Baptist faith and message oh, 2000 man. or the Chicago statement of inerrancy. I, you know, I don't know who would have thought it would, but, he good, Carl. but here's the problem. Here's, here's the problem. Why pick him? There's a space where you can share what God has done in the life of whoever it is. That is why you're picking him. And the reason is that's what the SBC wants. Where can I hear him? The answer, most SBC churches. Well, Matt, you're in my study right now at the church. You see all my Karl Marx books. I see. So. I mean, there's a Karl Marx bobblehead right yeah. there. <laughs> I mean, no, that's Bear Bryant. Uh, uh, roll Tide. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, that does not surprise me. And, uh, well, for shame for some people. We do want to mention that Cam Triggs, the pastor of Grace Alive Church in Orlando, was elected as the vice president. And Sam Greer from Red Bank Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee, was elected as the treasurer as well. And we're looking forward to a great uh, uh, pastor's conference in Anaheim. Alan, you going to be there? Lord willing. Um that that's what the book of james would tell me to say lord willing i thought it was lord willing in the creek don't in the creek don't rise yeah that's in the uh, there's a lot of creeks between here yes. and there alan anything else on the uh, pastor's conference uh you know I, I just would encourage matt uh to let any pastor vote uh not not just senior pastors uh because i thought that was absolutely ridiculous um and and i i I said it publicly on Twitter, uh, tagged. So if you David follow Alan on Twitter, you don't yeah, have to yeah. wonder what he thought about it. Yeah, there's certain things uh, you just know about Alan. That's one. Well, you know, when you, thought, get, to a certain, you get to a certain age, your uh, give a crap gets broken. And uh, Alan probably, well, you know, you're in your mid-70s. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> no filter. Uh, I'm thankful for you guys giving the mission dignity. Uh, <laughs> so so when, we, when we do it, I'm totally going to have you come up, you know, like they used to have like... Uh, I think Rebecca Naylor dress as Lottie Moon at uh, oh, no. Southwestern. We're going to get Jay Allen to go up there and he won't have to dress up. Like just He's up just going to walk up maybe with a cane and be Who like, I just, want, old guy I just there. want to thank you for giving to Mission Dignity. Uh, uh, just so you know, Mission Dignity is actually a line item at our church. Um, we we give give to it every year. It's part of our budget. And so, um, and, and I hope that I don't need it anytime soon. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. I I, don't, I probably don't qualify. You guys think I'm in my mid seventies, but I'm younger than Matt. I'm younger than Matt. I just want to throw uh, that Mr. out. President, there. any parting yeah. thoughts? Parting thoughts. I hope to see you in Anaheim. And so, you know, tell tell your church that you're going to the pastors' conference. Of course, we know you're going to go to Disneyland, but I promise <laughs> you, we will have a great time if you come to the pastors' conference. And so, just stream it from Space Mountain. Stream it from the Space Mountain. Yeah, be be walking around Disneyland. No, we could have it. No, there. That's what we need to do. Carousel of Progress. Just empty it out. Just <laughs> oh, have the pastor's conference in there. I, I'm in. I'm there. I'm in. All right, friends. Well, thanks for joining us for the first of many episodes on the SBC Well Pastors Conference and Annual Meeting. Hope you'll join us next time. Same Baptist time, same Baptist hour. Stay Baptist, Baptist my, my friends. friends. My friends. <laughs>
Oh. Uh.